This is Strange Assembly episode 282, Pie in the Sky. I'm Chris Stevenson, and this is Strange Assembly, your tabletop gaming podcast. In the latest edition of our unfortunately ongoing series of What I'm Playing When I Have to Stay at Home for Safety's Sake, we have Pie in the Sky, the just-released expansion for My Little Scythe. Pie in the Sky, like My Little Scythe, is published by Stonemeyer Games, designed by Hobie and Vienna Chow. My Little Scythe, for those of you who have forgotten, is the kidified version of the Smash Stonemeyer success Scythe. In My Little Scythe, each player controls a pair of adorable animal figurines as they represent their kingdom going around the hex map collecting apples and gems and then using those to have pie fights and be better at moving around and collecting apples and gems until they've earned enough trophies to end the game. You get trophies for things like delivering your apples and gems to the castle in the middle or winning a pie fight or going on enough quests. That sort of thing. Pie in the Sky is a pretty small expansion. It's, it's a small box, and it comes with a, a small price point as well. It's only 20 bucks MSRP. It adds two new animal kingdoms, so you get a pair of figures for the fox and the owl, and a, a pair of new quest cards that you shuffle into the quest deck and have pictures of a fox and an owl character on them in the illustrations. But the main thing that you're adding with Pie in the Sky is the Pie Courier airship. The, the airship is its own new figurine. There is just the one airship on the board, but all players have the ability to move the airship and to access the airship. Each player gets an upgraded seek action to make use of the airship, and a new custom die for that purpose is rolled along with the usual seek dice. This new die indicates how far the airship can move. Either it goes six spaces, or however many trophies that the rolling player has left on their player board. So that aspect serves as a tiny little catch-up mechanic. The airship is moved after you place out new resources, and can either pick up a single gem or apple from the spot it moves to, or it can activate a kingdom-specific ability. Both the kingdom-specific cargo hold that stores your personal gems and apples on the airship, and that new ability are contained in a new side player board. One thing I liked about the illustration on the player board is that it actually lets you put it on the left of the main player board or the right of the main player board, and the illustration of the trees in the background still matches up either way. Many of the actions that are on this board put down a a gadget token that give a later bonus in that space or region, like if you put a token in a space and then later on, any time in that territory that you take a certain action, you get a bonus. Others of them just do something extra immediately. It might let you drop a resource out of the airship to gain friendship, or it might let you use the airship to complete a quest instead of picking up an item. We found that when we played, especially the little kids, we I have a six-year-old and a nine-year-old and they played with us, people were more likely to use the pick-up function 
especially the gadget tokens, and that may have to do with the age of the players. There's a little bit more advanced planning, and you put it out now, it doesn't do anything, but it lets you do more later. But the, the airship boards also have a slot for an additional trophy. When you're playing with the expansion, you have to get five trophies to trigger the end of the game instead of four. Each airship board is titled and illustrated as belonging to a particular animal kingdom, and you can assign them that way. Or if you don't want to make the animal kingdom you pick mechanically relevant, you can just hand those out at rat random. With these aspects taken together, the airship strengthens a number of parts of the game that players might have been less enthused about before. The seek exemption, for example, has no immediate benefit for the player taking that action, except for the possibility of gaining friendship. So in my experience, players really like to take other actions when they can. Why should I seek when I can let you seek and then just move and pick up the stuff that you dropped, right? Well, adding the airship lets the player get something proactive out immediately proactive out of the seek action. That makes it more interesting and desirable to take. On the trophy front, playing with just the base game, the delivery trophies are, are quite hard to get, and they don't happen much at all in our experience, because you have to have four resources brought all together at once to Castle Everfree in the middle of the board, either one of your seekers with all four resources or actually having both of them right there together adding up to four. Well, you can now use the cargo in your airship to help make the delivery. That makes it significantly easier to actually be able to get the the four gems because it's not as much about getting the gems. It's just you have to collect all those gems and then you have to get them to the middle and you have to hope that nobody pie fights you away from it in the meantime. So that along with the expansion from needing four trophies to five trophies, resulted in, uh, we, in our experience, a greater diversity of trophies being obtained over the course of the game. I had been concerned that adding the airship would provide a relevant increase in the complexity level of the game. That's something I look at generally with expansions, but especially when it's a game that I'm going to be playing with younger kids. But even our six-year-old did not have a problem with how the airship worked. Like I said, I, I suspect that one of the reasons why the gadgets didn't get used quite as much is because there's that little extra strategy in there, but they just won't use the gadgets if that's not a thing they want to do. They can still they still had no problem moving the airship and picking up a resource. And and if you have a little kid who just really likes to roll dice, which the seek action is that mechanically helps the seek action. So, I mean, it's still silly if your you know, kid wants to like take the seek action every other turn. That's not a great strategic move. But, you know, if they want to take the seek action more frequently, they get a little bit more benefit out of it. Ultimately, I think that Pie in the Sky is an excellent little expansion for my little scythe. It provides extra mechanical smoothness to the game. It gives you extra, gives you extra cutesy figurines to go with all the animals. And it accomplishes that without any problematic complexity increases uh, and at a pretty low price point. So if you're a fan of My Little Scythe, I would really recommend checking out Pie in the Sky. It just came out this month. Stay tuned for our next What I'm Playing When I'm Stuck at Home podcast. This is Strange Assembly, your tabletop gaming podcast. You can find us on the web at www.strangeassembly.com. 
You can subscribe to this podcast there or in the Apple Podcasts app or whatever podcatching service you use. If you use a podcatching service that has ratings, but especially Apple or iTunes, we'd really appreciate it if you could give us a rating or review. That helps people find the show. If the podcatching service that you use doesn't have Strange Assembly in it, I'd really appreciate it if you could let me know so I can fix that situation. You can reach me about that or anything else at chris at strangeassembly.com. You can also find us at the usual social media haunts. We're at Strange Assembly on Twitter, facebook.com slash strangeassembly, and at strangeassembly on Instagram. But until then, I'm Chris Stevenson, and this is Strange Assembly. Never stop gaming. 